The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria.
Aleluia. Lift those hands one more time. Thank you, Jesus. Did we give you all the praise? That we are alive on this last day. Of 2017. We say thank you. give you all the glory hallelujah somebody shout a loud hallelujah let me welcome your neighbor to your left and to your right and then you can be seated in God's presence starting tonight's service with communion and it's so apt for a crossover service after the communion again I will remind us what crossover is all about so that you can ensure that your expectations are properly set it's important for you to know what is happening here. And particularly for those of you that have been in church for a while, it has already started happening. The earlier and sooner you can learn to be taking things, whether you are in church or out of church, the better for you. Waiting for God to come and do something for you is just a waste of your time. God is not coming to do anything for anybody. God has done things for you. You have to learn to develop your faith to the point where you are taking it all the time. And one of the things you've got to learn is taking it does not necessarily mean there will be manifestation. But without your taking it, there will never be a manifestation. So, as long as you need manifestation, you just continue taking, receiving by faith. And you can do that 24-7. Not just on 31st of December. 24-7. I've taught us several in this church, these things are like the air that you breathe. Your healing is like the air that you breathe. Your financial breakthrough is like the air that you breathe. It's like the sun that shines upon you. It is there every day. Does somebody here understand that the sun is shining right now? I know it looks dark outside though. But the only reason why it's dark outside is not because the sun is not shining. The sun doesn't move. Constantly shining. Right from the day God spoke it and put it in the firmament. It has been there. Why do we have darkness in Lagos now? The people on the other side of the world, the sun is there. They are, they, the world is spinning around the sun. So it's not like we don't have sun. It's just not manifesting now. It is there. It's not that you don't have healing. It's just not manifesting. It is there. So what you do by faith is you take the healing. You take the provision. You take the breakthrough. 
And if you will maintain that stand of faith, pretty soon, geography teaches us, within 12 hours, your turn will come where your, your, the side of the world, your hand will face the sun, and then the sun will shine upon you. That's all. That is all. But if you are not in faith, when your turn comes and the sun is shining, you still will not receive it because this is, I'm using a geography analogy, but I'm telling you spiritual things. God is not coming to heal you. God is not coming to bless you financially. He has done it. Can I hear somebody say it is done? So you just receive. And meetings like this amplify the possibility of somebody receiving. Somebody that is connecting properly. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? If I look at your neighbor and say, you look like that person that is going to receive something tangible tonight. Praise God. One of the most prominent types of the communion we see in scriptures is in Exodus chapter 12. The children of Israel had been in captivity. This part of what crossover night is all about. And a time came. God said, I'm going to bring you out of that captivity. And you know the story. God afflicted Egypt with several plagues. And the last one was the plague of killing the firstborns of the children of Egypt. Exodus 12 and verse 12. Quickly, let me start from there. And I want you to set your faith loose as we partake of the communion tonight. Because everything that has not let you go in 2017, as we are stepping into 2018, those things will have to bow in the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter how long it has been there. The children of Israel had been in bondage for about 400 years. The Pharaoh was a very stubborn Pharaoh. It had held them down. And God came to this plague. And he used this symbol of the communion. Exodus 12, 12, I will pass through the land... God is going to pass through this service tonight in the name of Jesus. Again, we are using this as a type because God has already passed through. But this is just to bring your faith to the place where it ought to be. Can I hear a loud amen? It's just a type. But it's, it communicates the power that we are engaging and that is available to us. I will pass through the, the land of Egypt on that night. Like tonight, I will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods, man, beast, gods, all the devils, all the evil forces that have held people down. God said on your behalf, I'm going to do something. Glory be to God. I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. So he told them, now, verse 13, the blood shall be for you a sign on your houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you and the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. And God gave them instructions. 
and they followed the instructions. Very important lesson there. They did what God told them to do. And verse 29, the same chapter, it came to pass, glory be to God, at midnight, hallelujah, that the Lord struck all the firstborn of the land of Egypt from the firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on his throne to the firstborn of the captive who was in the dungeon and all the firstborn of livestock, including the animals. God knows the firstborn dog and the firstborn ant and the firstborn cockroach. That's how powerful God is. He knows the firstborn rats. And if the firstborn has died, he knows the one that is now the new firstborn. <laughs> Glory be to God. Nobody escaped this power that night that was on the other side. Nobody. No demon. God knew the firstborn demon. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And he took them out one by one, by one, by one, by one, by one, by one, by one. Just so that you can go free. Hallelujah. 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 And this was the result. This is why it happened. Verse, 12, verse 30. So Pharaoh rose up in the night, he and all his servants and all that were in Egypt. And there was a great cry in Egypt. And there was not a house where there was not one dead. And of course, by this time tomorrow. Hallelujah. Every child of Israel had walked free. I decree over somebody tonight, this crossover night, I don't know what the problem has been, I don't know how long it has been, I don't know what the issues are, as you partake in faith of the blood of Jesus tonight. So you see, we partake of the blood just like they put the blood on the lamp of their house. As the power of God begins to go into operation anything and everything that has hindered you from coming into that place that God wants you to be at, it will let go for you tonight in the name of Jesus. And by this time tomorrow, glory be to God, by this time tomorrow, you are walking free and you are walking out of wherever you need to walk out from. It's so simple, so simple. May the simplicity of the gospel not be too difficult for you to grasp. Now, you, you see all kinds of things online today. Some people will be saying that, ah, all these people that are saying, hey, God will do this for you tonight, God, that is, um, is not a, is a lie. Now, some of them, I know what they're trying to say. Yes, there are many, many other principles and other things people need to do, and that is true, and we'll teach that. But it doesn't change the fact that in one night... In one moment, hallelujah, in one instant, God can move in a mighty way. It's so simple. Glory be to God. And that was just a type and a shadow. This is the real thing. So what the blood of those animals did for the children of Israel, the blood of Jesus has done for us. 
the sin that had gotten hold of us that said we will not go, that we'll be sinners all the rest of our lives, we are not going to go to heaven, that same blood, that same power broke the hold of the devil and that sin over our lives, and now we are children of God. And now we are walking free. But it wasn't just sin he delivered us from. He delivered us from sickness as well. Glory be to God. He delivered us from poverty as well. Glory be to God. He delivered us from shame, from failure, from reproach, from every walk of the enemy. And today we can walk free. Hallelujah. We can walk free. And we just need to receive it by faith. Hallelujah. Rise up on your feet tonight. Lift your hands again to heaven. It's good to set goals. It's good to set goals. Last year, I noticed that God has said moving strangely in our finances as a church. And we, we had hit some realms that we were not hitting before. I doubled the target that God, uh, that, that last year was a double low. Doubled it, I got, I mean, it's, when I was even doing I was like, for where? They sent me the report this month, this month, this, for the first time in the month, we hit that kind of income. Something that was crazy, crazy, crazy. Now, my own target was that it would be regular. But that we even hit it the first month. Ah, for where? I, I, I said, God is in trouble. Let me put it that way. That, that it has even happened once. Ah. So tonight, because the power that is going to work for you is the same power. In fact, it's greater than that power. Imagine that kind of power. Power that can locate firstborn ants. Where, where does the devil want to run to? Where? Where? Located the firstborn rats and the firstborn rabbits. You know, firstborn human is easy to, is easy to comprehend. But how can you locate the firstborn animal? Firstborn chicken was located. If the chicken, the firstborn had died, the, the reigning firstborn was found. Apostle Paul called it the exceeding greatness of God's power. It's beyond what you can fathom. Hallelujah. Look, you better just believe it. Don't try and comprehend it. So when, when someone says, eh, God cannot do something, when people say, I just laugh, they don't know the God we are dealing with. Told you God cannot do it overnight. Who told you God cannot do it for everybody in one night? There were over 3 million of them. Over, how many are we here? We are not up to 1 million. Over estimates. Okay, let's even be conservative. 2 million people. By this time tomorrow, all of them were walking out. And when they were walking out, they were walking out loaded. They were so loaded, they had to put some of the load on their children. One night. This is not fable. This is history. And that was inferior blood. It was the type blood. The shadow blood. Not the blood of Jesus. We are using the real thing. Let me look at someone and say, by this time tomorrow. I see your life totally upgraded. Totally elevated. Totally transformed. By the power of God. See, just relax. What we are using is the power of God. That's a raw power. Just understand. We are not using your power. We are not using your father's power. We are not using Pastor T's power. We are not using Reverend K's power. We are not using Reverend Victor's power. We are not using Reverend George's power. We are using the power of God. 
And this experience or this incident shows us how powerful that power is. How do you kill firstborn rabbits? How do you kill firstborn demon? How? When you get to heaven, you ask God, though. But he did it. So tonight, God's power will accomplish amazing things in your life. In your family, in your finances, in your body, in your ministry, in your career, in your home. For anything and everything that you desire that power to work. Remember again, this is a problem that had lasted for generations. This wasn't a one year problem we are dealing with here. It wasn't a one decade problem. It wasn't 100 years. It wasn't 200 years. Some people were born into that slavery. Their father was a slave. Their grandfather. So slavery was, they didn't know anything else. But one night. Hallelujah. One night. We just one night. Praise God. One night, God moved on their behalf. And somebody that was a slave on December 30th, by January 1st, was a free man. I prophesy over someone that was sick. By this time tomorrow, you are healed. I prophesy over someone that was broke. By this time tomorrow, you are loaded in wealth. I prophesy over someone that is confused. By this time tomorrow, you are walking in wisdom. How, how, how? By the power of God. By the power of God. You know, once you can settle it there, that is not by my power. It's, so it's not about what you are doing. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead. That you use in Exodus chapter 12. Let that power. Are, are you with me? Are you on the same frequency with me tonight? Let that same power. That power that located the firstborn devil. The firstborn animal. That same power. Let it work for me tonight. Now, now listen, I'm going to ask you to pray, but I just want you to stop. Don't just start praying any useless prayer that they have. I'm praying, no. Locate what you want. In fact, pray in your understanding very well before you pray in tongues. Speak English or Yoruba if that's the one you speak best. Then you can now pray in tongues. Because some of you, when we say start praying like this now, and that power is available. Oh, hallelujah. Like the air that you are breathing. Let, let me shock you. Let me shock you. That power was available yesterday. It's, it's not on December 31st the power is available. It was available December 12th. Pick one obscure date of the year. July 10th, July 5th, July day. The power was available. I'm going to teach you something tonight. The power has always been available. Now, the advantage of nights like this, or days like this, or seasons like this is we can focus. It's for our advantage. We can channel our faith. Waking up on random the August 12th, yes, you can channel your faith, but it may not be as easy or as a special day as December 31st when I'm crossing over into another year. 
I can connect my faith with other people. If you had called this meeting to um, August 12th, one Tuesday afternoon, we may not be this many in church. So what days and nights and meetings like this do for us is that they help us to focus our faith. And by that faith, you grab the grace of God or the power of God. And the power flows into your situation. And by this time tomorrow, one Pharaoh is calling you, you can go, you can go. You can go. You cannot have children, you cannot have children. You cannot get married, you cannot get married. You cannot get your job, you cannot get your job. Your business cannot go to the next level. Your business cannot go. You, you, that sickness cannot disappear. disappear. Hallelujah. So pray again, Heavenly Father. The same power. Let it work wonders in my life, in my situations tonight. In the name of Jesus. Now open your mouth and pray. Pray in your understanding first. Tell God what you want. I set that target. I want monthly income of church to be this amount. Specific amount. It was like a dream. This just last year. We touched that realm this month as a church. Touched it for the first time. Tell what, I want to get married. Say it. I want to have children. Say it. I want my career to flourish. Say it. I want my ministry to flourish. Say it. Channel the power. Channel the power. It's available like the air you are breathing. Don't play like your neighbor. Pray like yourself. Don't pray like anybody. Don't impress anybody. Talk to your father. The same power. Every Jew walked out free that night. Every member of this church. You are crossing over into another dimension tonight. Every one of them. Every one of them. Nobody was left behind. One night. One night. One night. Pastors, please come to the communion table. Pray, pray, pray. We consecrate these elements as the body and the blood. Same power. Same power that raised Jesus from the dead. We channel it into our bodies right now channel it into our homes into our careers, into our businesses, into our areas of interest our academics, our marriages, our relationships the issues we face the things we desire elevation in somebody talk to God talk to God, talk to God talk to God make sense with your prayer to God, then you can pray in the spirit after let God know what you want and then you can pray in the Holy Ghost same power that was used in Exodus 12 the power that sets them free let it set us free tonight same power HOP please come pray somebody pray 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 let God see your heart listen listen church I'm telling you listen many of you have heard me say it before that 
initial double that I told you happened last year, God has doubled that double. That's what I'm telling you where finances are concerned. Though. That's what I'm telling you. This month, for the first time, we've never had that kind of income in one month in the church. This month, we hit it. Double the double. Hallelujah. So don't let anybody tell you strange things can't happen in a crossover night. They don't know. I'm going to teach you some things tonight. They don't know what they're talking about. And you can't blame them. They don't know. They've never experienced it before. Thank God we have experienced it. We have experienced it. Hallelujah. In one minute, the pastors and the ushers are going to direct you. Please just follow the queue. You come. You take the communion elements. Come praying. Don't get distracted. We're just going to go into a time of prayer and worship. And we're just going to channel the power. Release our faith in the power. Activate the power. Take the power. Lay hold on the power. Touch the power. Tap into the power. Whatever synonym you want to use. Just that, that, That's all you need to do. Don't worry about how God without that kind of income in this church. Never seen it before. Uh, of course, if I was born at night, you know, you know I'm increasing it tonight again. <laughs> Praise God. There's nothing that God cannot do. Let me rephrase that. There's nothing that God has not done. Someone just needs to take it. And this is how you take it. You just stay in faith. Hallelujah. Lift your hands one more time. Talk to God. What would you like him to do in 2018? Starting tonight. What do you want to see? By this time tomorrow, the power that located the firstborn rabbit, it will locate whatever is stumbling you, what is, what is trying to keep you from crossing over. It, that power will find the problem and eliminate it. That's what God did. The Pharaoh that did not let them go, God took him out. Same power, that's what they are using. So that means from tonight, the road is clear for you. The road is clear. The road is clear. Firstborn animal found him out. Release your faith. Thank you for your power tonight. Please serve Keda Bushok. Pastors, take your positions. Follow the key of the ashes. Come praying, partake in faith, return to your seat praying, praying, worshiping. Just, just stay in touch with this power. That's all. Just stay in touch with the power. Stay in touch with the power. How do I do it? By faith. By faith. Set a goal. God, this is what I want. Don't set too many goals. Take two or three things. Things that will change your story. I want to get married by this time tomorrow. I want the manifestation of my healing in this area. Mention it by this time tomorrow. Set goals. Same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Same power, same power. Same power. It's enough. I just need to put my faith in it. Release my faith in it. Plug my faith into it. 
connect my faith with it. Believe it. Believe it. I just need to believe it. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead. My mind may not be able to comprehend it. That's why God gave me faith. I don't need my mind for this one. I need my spirit. And there's faith in my spirit. Same power. Is somebody praying and connecting? Fullness of eternal promise. Staring in your sons and daughters. Staring in your sons and daughters. At revealing heaven's wonders. Spirit come. Spirit come. Spirit come. Go Let your glory fill this house, pour it out, let your love run over, here and now, let your glory fill this house. What you spoke is now unfolding. Your children shall behold it. Or your children shall behold it. Dreams awaken in this moment. Spirit come, spirit come. Pour it out, pour it out. Let your love run over here and now. Run over here and 
Can everybody that can pray in other tongues open their mouths and begin to speak with tongues of fire in this place right now? Tongues of fire. Tongues of fire. That's not ordinary language you're speaking. Tongues of fire. Anything that I said you will not cross over. The fire of God consumes them right now. Any barrier, any mountain, any obstacle that I said you will not move forward. Any situation, any adversity, tongues, the tongues of fire. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost if you can. Let there be an outbreak of the miracle power of God as we speak and as we prophesy by the power of the Holy Ghost.
pray, 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 pray. Fire. 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 That's all we need. Fire. It represents the power of God. That's the power that was on the blood. Fire. In the name of Jesus. In the world. Roaring as thunder With a new future to tell For the dry season is over There is a crown beginning to swell Sing that again Sing it again, no, sing that verse again Hear the word roaring as thunder Hear the word roaring as thunder with a new future to tell for the dry for season the dry over your life over your family it's over there is a cloud beginning to swell to the skies heavy with blessing lift your eyes Offer your heart, Jesus Christ. Open the heavens now. We receive the Spirit of God. We receive your grace.
somebody in this house and just picture the heavens opened over your life picture it by faith and see God raining down blessings raining down miracles raining down favor raining down prosperity raining down peace raining down joy raining down new levels and then lift your hands and receive it by faith lift your hands and receive it by faith lift your hands and receive it receive it receive it we receive your rain the rain of blessing the rain of miracles the rain of breakthrough the rain of healing the rain of deliverance the rain of new beginnings we receive your rain open your mouth and declare it over yourself we receive your tonight we receive your rain. I've shared my testimony over and over one crossover service like that just 
suddenly something just dropped on my head. It's not every time God anoints you that you feel it. But I felt that one. And it just changed. I mean, I just, I can do this thing now. Rain is falling on somebody tonight. But you need to connect with it. We don't force these things on people. Though. You take it by faith. Sometimes you will know when it happens. Sometimes you don't know. You just start seeing the manifestations after. Lift your hand, somebody. Receive the rain of God that is falling here tonight. Receive the rain. Receive the rain. Receive the rain. Receive it. You, you connect by faith. Open the floodgate in abundance and cause your rain to follow me. Yes, Jesus. Cause your rain, cause your anointing, cause your spirit, cause your power, cause your blessing. Open the floodgates, open, open the floodgates. Make it a prayer. Release your faith. Raise your expectation. Take what heaven is for
Lift your hands. Receive tonight. Receive tonight. The rain is falling. Receive tonight. Receive. Stand in awe and receive. Or kneel or lie or whatever you choose to do. See the rain falling on you. Believe the rain of grace falling on you. just receive it miracles are happening all over this house right now God is touching you touching you dealing with issues lift your hands to him surrender to him open up your heart open up your life we are in his presence Let him speak to you. Lift your hands, open up to him. Hear his voice. Yield to his leading. Let him touch you right now. Touch us one and all. Sweep through this room and touch us. Touch us. Keep those hands lifted. Stay connected. Touch us one and all. Stay connected. Every single Israelite crossed over that night in Exodus 12. That move of God did not escape any of them. Lift your hands. That's why God uses symbols like rain. The heavens open and every grass in the field gets touched. The rain of his presence, the rain of his power, the rain of his blessing is coming upon your head right now. Coming upon you. Everyone crossed over that night. Everyone. Everyone. Friend, that includes you. Everyone. Everyone. When the heavens open, 
every grass in the field gets touched. That includes you. That includes you. Everybody got healed that night. That includes you. Every go, everybody got provided for. That includes you. Everybody's chains were broken. That includes you. Receive the rain. Receive the rain. The anointing that can locate the firstborn animal can locate your issue. That rain is coming upon you right now. Receive it. Can locate you. Can locate you. Everybody got touched. That everybody. 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 Everybody got touched. The Bible even told us that there were some non-Jews that went with them. I receive your rain. I receive your rain. Somebody personalize it tonight. I receive your rain. I receive your rain like a flood, like a flood. When you come like a flood, I receive your rain. Receive. Receive your rain. I'm going to give you a couple more minutes. I receive your rain. I receive your rain. I receive your rain. I receive your touch. I receive your blessing. I receive your miracle power. I receive elevation. The grace that makes for elevation, change of level. I receive. Receive your rain. Take it. Look, it's available like air. I receive your rain. I receive. I receive. I receive. Doesn't matter what the issues are. I receive your rain. Doesn't matter how long the problem has been, how bad the situation is. Receive. I receive. I receive my home, my relationship, every aspect of my life, that area that looks as if I'm failing. I receive your name. I receive your Like a flood, like a flood, I receive your love. Like a flood, like a flood, I receive your love. When you come, love when you, when come, you come like a flood. Oh Jesus, like a flood. flood my life with your love. I receive your love. Love when you come like a flood, like a flood. I receive, I receive, I receive your love when you come like a flood. Shine. 
Touching us one and all. Touching us one and all. Touching us, healing us, saving us, strengthening us, helping us one and all. You are the one that never leaves the one behind. brought them forth there was none feeble among their tribes there was not one left behind there was not one feeble among them brought them all out thank you that's what you're doing for each and every one of us tonight oh we give you the praise somebody that believes that God has touched your life in a unique way will you give him a loud shout Congratulate two or three neighbors around you. Tell them your status has changed. And then you can be seated. He touched me, he touched me. Oh, what joy floods my soul. Something happened and now I know. He touched me and made me whole. Does somebody believe that's your testimony tonight? He touched me. He touched me. Oh, what joy floods my soul. Something has happened. Now I know. He touched me. And he made me whole. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We're just getting started. 
Dr. K has a new year greeting for us. Obviously, it's going to be pandemonium after 12 o'clock. So you are going to travel in time into 2018, collect your message, then come back into 2017. We continue the service. Then when it's 12 o'clock, you go back into 2018. Who knows how to travel in time here? Okay. I think there's enough of us off. If those of us that have left, if you are still in 2017, just... Tell your neighbor, show me how you got there. Amen. Media, please roll the video. <laughs> Bless you. Hello, saints of God. Welcome to 2018, the year you've been waiting for, the year that's loaded with so much of God for you. I don't know what you went through in 2017. God told me to tell you is a get over it because what God is about to do in 2018 will make you forget the pains of 2017. God is going to literally set you up. God told me, he said, I have plans for my children. There's going to be supernatural relationship to release you into the fullness of what he has for you. By the way, you want to know what he told me about 2018? He said 2018 is your year of elevation. Somebody should get excited right now. It's your year of elevated of elevation. Now, it's one thing for men to promise you elevation, boys something else if God is the one behind your elevation. I love what the Bible says in Psalm 75 verse 6. It says, for elevation or exhortation comes neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south. Verse 7 says, but God is the judge. He puts down one and he exalts another. And listen to me, you are the one that God is going to exalt, is going to elevate. In the process of your elevation, you might look at like some people are being pulled down just for you to rise up and listen to me is consistent with the scripture somebody needed to leave the palace before esther could occupy a throne that throne has always been destined for esther in the natural it did not look like she qualified for it why she was a stranger in the land she was a foreigner but based on god's plan and purpose she was the fellow for the job ladies and gentlemen listen to me god is going to be bringing some supernatural manifestation into your life not based on what you deserve or you have credentials for but simply based on his plan for your season it's going to be a beautiful season. God is going to be lifting up your head. He's going to be setting you up. He's going to be releasing you into manifestation. I love Psalm 91 verse 14. He says, he says, I will set him on high because he knows my name. Another way to put it is because it's related to me. I will set him on high. God is going to supernaturally elevate you, elevate your status, move you up beyond your wildest imagination. Get all excited. I'm speaking as God's prophet. It's your season of elevation and it's a divine elevation. It's not going to be human elevation. It's going to be divine. When God lifts you up, no man can put you down. I love what this Romans chapter 28 says. He said, you will be the head and not the tail. You will have a literal manifestation of that word in your life. Get excited in every single aspect of your life. There's going to be such a divine setup to... to, to 
literally deliver your prophecy of elevation. Get all excited. Something huge is coming your way. 2018, your year of divine elevation is here. I want us to look at a scripture I love so much. And that's in the book of Micah. Micah chapter 4 and verse 1. There's something I need you to see. It says, now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountains of the house of of the Lord's house, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted on the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and peoples shall flow to it. Verse 2 says, many nations shall come to say, come, let us go to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us his ways, and we will we shall walk in his path. For out of Zion the Lord shall go forth, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Now listen, the divine elevation God has in mind is beyond you just having an experience of promotion. He's, it has a kingdom purpose. God wants to announce himself through his church and you are the church you are a member of his body you are his representative on that you are his an ambassador and that's why you will be divinely elevated you will soar you will rise your days of crawling your days of operating on the lawns those days are over you're going to soar like an eagle and rise to the heights of here and function at the very height you have been destined for the mountain of the house of the law shall be exalted and established on tops of the mountains. You have seen increase, you have seen promotion, but what you will see in 2018 is going to beat all that because God has a plan to set you up. He said, I will set him on high because he has known my, my name. He has known my name, he's connected to me, his family, I will exalt him. Listen to me, I'm excited. Because your result will blow people's mind. People will not be able to understand what has just happened. For when the Lord turned again to captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Our mouth was with laughter and our tongue with singing. Something huge is on the horizon. God is about to release you to a whole new level. I'm excited for you and you should be excited because none of his word will fall to the ground but every one of them will become your manifestation in this season. I'm excited and I know something major is going to happen as heaven lifts you up, as heaven sets you on high, as heaven announces you everywhere divine elevation. The same God that elevated Joseph, the same God that elevated Daniel, the same God that elevated Esther is going to be at work in your life, not by power, not by might, but by his grace. But I need you to do something. I want you to rest on this word. Let this word carry you. There's such an anointing on this word. Just rest on it. Remind yourself, God has a promise of elevation. And I believe that promise will not be disappointed. So let that word carry you and carry you to the height that you cannot get to by yourself. Congratulations. It's a beautiful year. It's a great year. It's an awesome year. You will not weep and nobody will weep over you. Your children will be protected. You will see the hand of God. You will see restoration. You will see increase. You will see elevation, manifestations everywhere as the glory of God shows up for you. There will be no aspect of your life that will be behind. It's a great year. Congratulations. Welcome to 2018, your year of divine elevation.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We will be receiving the offerings shortly. You can go ahead, package your offerings. If you need, can we have the lights? If you need an offering envelope, you can um, uh, lift up your hands. The ushers will get it across to you. Uh, I can see a lot of hands. Ushers, can we circulate the offering envelope all throughout the auditorium? If you are giving your offering, if you are writing a check, kindly make it payable to Kingswood Ministries International. POS terminals are available at the back of the auditorium. If you like to use your ATM card, de your debit cards to give your offerings, you can please go to the back and the finance team will attend to you. And if you prefer to do an online bank transfer, the details are projected on the screen all around the auditorium. There are various, um, uh, if you are given various kinds of seeds, please use the uh, envelope that has various multiple seeds listed at the back and you can um, just tick on them, indicate, indicate the, sp the specific offering you are given. And if you're a GTB bank account holder, you would like to um, give your offering using the SMS short code. The details will also be projected on the screen. So we, uh, you have, you've got various options to see your seed this, uh, this night. We'd like to use, I would like to use the opportunity to, while you are getting our seed ready, uh, can, I, can we have more shares join? I can see a lot of hands being raised to receive offering envelopes. Hallelujah. We'd like to use this opportunity to welcome those who are worshiping with us for the very first time. This is Kingswood International Church, Oregon. Uh, this is the headquarters of Noah Ministries in Nigeria. If you are watching with us for the very first time, we'd like to recognize you. Uh, uh, we'd like to just lift up your hands wherever you are. And our various teams will just uh, give you a welcome card, which will encourage you to fill. So if tonight is your first time worshiping with us in Kingswood International Church, can you please wave your hands wherever you are seated over this auditorium? Please keep waving your hands until... Someone gets across to you. Keep waving your hands. In the auditorium, I can, I'm in, in the gallery, in the, in the overflow, I can see various people waving their hands. If you, please keep your hands raised until any of our hosts and hostesses get across to you. Please keep those hands raised until you, a card is dropped in your hands tonight. Hallelujah. We'd like to encourage you to kindly feel the, the sleep given to you. And um, we, would, we would like to invite you to join us in our Sunday service this coming Sunday by 10 a.m. where we can have a full reception for you as our custom is. God bless you for coming. Are we ready with our tithes and offerings? Okay, I can see the envelopes going around. Let me quickly just uh, take us through some upcoming meetings that we have this week. But a couple of hours, in about one and a half hours, now we're stepping into a new year. Hallelujah. And um, we are going to be, we are kicking off the, uh, the new year on a high note. Um, let me just mention to us that effective from, um, from January the 2nd, uh, we'll start the daily prayers with Dr. K. But specifically this week, let me just mention the various um, sessions of prayers we've got this week. Uh, from Wednesday, the 3rd of January, 
we will be having the New Year fasting, fasting and prayer exercise. So we'll commence the prayer and fasting exercise on Wednesday till Friday this week. And just to, just like we did last week to round up the New Year, I'm to round up um, 2018. And then uh, 2017, uh, we are kicking off 2018 with three days of prayer and fasting exercise. And we've got various options. Dr. K will be having two, um, two, two prayer sessions, online prayer sessions on Facebook or on, through, through the Kingswood app by 1 p.m. Nigerian time and 11 p.m. every day for on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And as a church here in Oregon, we will be, we'll meet every day on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday by 6, uh, by 6 p.m. in this auditorium. I would like to encourage as many of us as can make it, be a part of it. Let's start the year on a high note. We will be praying and fasting Wednesday till Friday this week. I will meet every day by 6 p.m. The online prayers will still um, go on as well. Are we ready with our tithes and offerings? Are we ready to give out our seed this this morning? Hallelujah. If you are ready to give your seed, you know, like the prophetic word, based on what Dr. K declared, we've stepped over into 2018 already. And I want you to thank God for this seed. This is probably the last seed we'll be giving for the year 2017. And as you are crossing over, I want you to thank God for elevation, divine elevation. I want you to lift up your seed high up tonight and, and let's sow this as a seed into the harvest of elevation you will experience in 2018. Don't you give by speaking. I want you to open your mouth and declare. Don't, you know, a closed mouth is a closed destiny. Open your mouth and declare. Name this seed divine elevation. And tonight, declare as you plant this seed tonight, Declare you step into seasons of elevation beginning from the first day of year 2018. And your life will never remain the same again. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's rise on our feet, everyone. This is your last seed for the year. Something about the last. Hallelujah. Just um, plug your faith in like Pastor Leia said. Please, I want to remind everyone, you have several opportunities to sow this season. Apart from your regular tithes and offerings, um, we are still in our year-end and New Year season. We are still in the supernatural aftermath season. So everything God has told us... Um, and every opportunity God has given us to give this year end, God told us, and I, I will keep reminding you, that's how far I can go. Everyone should lay down a seed that represents your current status, believing for God to increase you in the year to come and the years to come. And once you've determined that amount, allow God direct you how you should sow it, where you should sow it. That's one. Um, for supernatural, God told us there are at least 10 people that individually you can, your seed will cover the expense of the meeting. The meeting is over. Practically everything is paid for. We don't do these things to look for money. Like I keep telling everybody, nobody had money when this church started. I mean, thank God I was a pastor here and I was the accountant. Nobody had money in this church. 
Anyone that has money in this church, I can tell when God gave you your breakthrough after you came to this church. So there's nothing you have that God did not give you. So when God, God knows what he has done. He said there are at least 10 of you that can individually. I'm, I will, I'll probably touch on that in my teachings. Anyway, we have till January ending. Then when Bishop Bloomer came, another door. Because as you can give. Yesterday when we were praying, was it yesterday? When did we finish? Or Friday, when we finished the year end. Dr. Okay, opened another door. Anyone should sow to missions. So many opportunities. So many. So just plug your faith in. Listen to God. The Bible says God means that you can't even you can't deceive God. God knows what He has given you. So God knows what He can command you to give. Praise God. He knows. And sometimes it's, it's faith. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that as we go on. So hear God, just obey Him. Hallelujah. Lift up that seed. And just again speak to it. Connect to the grace for elevation. I love what Dr. K said. It's one thing for man to promise to promote you. But for God, they don't deal. God's word over your life is that your status will change. And Father, as we honor you with our substance tonight, thank you because we don't remain the same. As we obey your leading, as we obey your direction, you minister us to the soul or whatever you tell us to do. Thank you for grace to obey. And thank you because as we obey, the flood of harvest visits us by this time tomorrow. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So your seed with expectation and then you can be seated in God's presence. Hallelujah. Again, we want to welcome all those joining us for the very first time. If this is your first time worshiping with us, can we give them another round of applause, church? This is Lagos. There are many wonderful churches you could have gone, but you chose to be with us, and we don't take that for granted. Please, please help us fill that contact card and join us at the next available Sunday morning. We will be able to do a more proper reception then. Praise the Lord. Okay. Crossover service, time always moves very fast. So, particularly this year-end crossover service. And it's not a vigil like the other ones we do. So I want to encourage you to pay attention. I'm going to share from the word of God briefly. And then we're going to pray. I know we have prayed some. We'll pray more. Prayer is one of the vehicles we used to access what God has made available to us. So wind yourself. Get yourself ready. Like I said earlier, God is not more anointed on December 31st than he is on December 30th. On Christmas Day, I told somebody after us, we're having breakfast, and I said, ah, and the sky did not follow. You would think December 25th, the sky will follow something. No, December 25th is like any other day. It's like any other day. Let me even shock you. Do you know most likely Jesus was not born on December 25th? Just in case. Ask anybody, do you know that one? Just in case. <laughs> so, Pastor, are you saying that special days are not important? No. Some people say that, no, they're important. They are important because they help us to set ourselves. So we take December 25th and we consciously remember that a Savior came. Of course, we can do that any day of the week. But it's different when the whole world comes together to do it on a special day. So December 31st is like December 13th. 
but there's something about you just consciously doing certain things on specific days. And that's what days like this are for. Can I hear a loud amen? So what happens at crossover? Five things God has told us very quickly. I'll just remind you. Number one, change your status. Please prophesy to your neighbor to the left and to the right. Your status has changed. Understand that every grace that is being poured out in this meeting, every anointing as you pray, that's what you are channeling the power of God to do. Once I was blind, now I can see. Number two, crossover means you move from promise and prophecy to performance. May the promise of, promises of God not just remain in your Bible all the days of your life. May one day, 1 Peter 2.24, by his stripes you are healed, become a manifestation in your physical body. See, that's a crossover. When it moves from a promise and a prophecy to a manifestation, that's what it means. And that's what's happening for somebody tonight. Can I hear a loud amen? It also means that by the grace of God and the power of God, you are able to overcome seemingly impossible and difficult situations. Pharaohs that say that you will remain a slave forever. God will now empower you and you overcome them. So you, you've been in a situation where years have come after you've been married, you've not been able to have children. Then God just helps you and you overcome barrenness. That's a crossover. Seemingly impossible. So there's an anointing being released tonight for somebody to overcome a seemingly impossible situation. That's what is happening. And please remember these things are like the air. They are like the air you are breathing. Learn to exercise your faith for them. I've been in meetings where a time will just come, you see, you, you grow in these things. But let me tell you what can happen. In meetings, I'll just realize that God is just dealing with me personally. Happened a couple of times during Supernatural. Maybe they were doing praise and worship or something else was going. I just felt that the Spirit of God was dealing private, um, personally. You just move in and you zone in. And you take your own. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? Number four, what does it mean? These are things God told us happens in our crossover meetings. Hallelujah. It means Passover. Like I shared from Exodus 12 tonight. Seeing the things that are plaguing other people. Praise God. It passes over you. So if where scarcity comes to Lagos, it doesn't touch you. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. And if you are one of the people that first scarcity has touched, that it messed up your Christmas, you should understand that the first scarcity is not supposed to mess up your Christmas. There was darkness in Egypt, but there was light in Goshen. Uh -huh. Passover. The angel of death came, killed all the Egyptians, but he didn't kill the firstborn of the children of Israel. Recession in the land, it doesn't touch you. Can somebody shout a loud amen to that? That anointing is resting upon your life. And it also means wealth transfer. God took the riches of Egypt and he gave it to the Jews. And they left with silver and gold. Somebody, as you step into 2018, you are moving into a realm of wealth you have never experienced before in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lift your hands and say, I receive all these things. I, I receive, I receive it, I receive it, I receive it. Again, two powerful principles you need, particularly in a crossover service. Number one, develop a crossover spirit. 
have a crossover attitude. Don't have an I'm stuck attitude. Hey, I've been sick for the last 10 years. Uh, that's how they've been saying. I'm not going to get sick. Don't do that in a meeting like this. Don't mock the anointing of God. Jesus looked at that woman that had been bowed over 18 years. 18 years. And he made the statement, ought not this member of King's Word that Satan has bound 18 years, ought she not be made whole? Made whole? So I don't care how long this has been. Don't have an I'm stuck attitude. Say with me, tonight is my night. That's the attitude you need for a crossover. You don't come and tell God, hey, God, where have you been the last 400 years? There's nothing like that. We, we, are, only, we, are, we are going to be slaves next week. No. Ah, that's what my father was a slave. My grandfather was a slave. My great-grandfather was a slave. All my life, I'm now 40 years old, I've been a slave. Hey, all this one Moses is saying is not going to happen. Don't have that kind of attitude. By this time tomorrow, you were a slave. and You have been a slave for 400 years. But by this time tomorrow, you are no longer going to be a slave. Learn to develop a crossover attitude. Our status is changing. How long the problem has been is irrelevant. Matthew eleven twelve. Let me remind you of this text again. From the days of John the Baptist until now, 2017, and even 2018, Papa, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. Suffers is old English that means allows, permits. Makes room for. And he now said, it's, it's only the violent that take it by force. Let me break it down for you. It means the God of crossover will allow the devil to keep in slavery for 400 years. Allows. It's allowed. It's allowed for Satan to make you sick, sir. It's allowed for Satan to keep you broke. There is nothing in the Bible that God says Satan will never make you broke. No. The kingdom of heaven allows for violence. But the, violence can, the violent can take the kingdom by force. Someone that has been sick can say, tonight I'm walking out of my sickness. No, not even my sickness. That's rubbish language. I'm walking out of this sickness. And you get up from that wheelchair and walk out of that sickness. By force. That's a crossover attitude. I'm not going to force this thing on you. You take it by force. And we're not going to beg you to be healed. You come to a point where you believe what God is saying and you tell yourself, tonight is my night. My father may have been a slave. My grandfather may have been a slave. My great-grandfather may have been a slave. They may have been poor for the last four generations in my family. Tonight, poverty ends for me. And you take it by force. That's how it works. So. Somebody say crossover attitude. We have been the same spirit of faith we believe and therefore we speak. We take what God has said. God is not going to do anything. We recognize that God has done it. It is as, as available as the air I'm breathing. And I'm enjoying it from now. And that, the chapter just closes. You may not see manifestation that day, but by this time tomorrow. Somebody say crossover attitude. Develop it. Particularly when you come for meetings like this. Because that anointing is falling on you like rain. Can I hear a loud amen? Yeah. Number two concept. Is this, there's nothing new in all this I'm saying. I'm just reminding someone. Any crossover service, you should come in, into it with these things. Understand the five different meanings that God has told us for now that crossover means. 
and understand the drivers that make it happen. Number one, have a crossover attitude. Once I was blind, but now I see. Number two, by a prophet. God uses men to help other men. I love this scripture. And that's why I told them to sing that song. There's a cloud. The dry season is over. Look at this text. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Talking about Moses and the children of Israel. Someone say with me, there's a cloud beginning to swear. I receive God's reign. Watch what the Bible says. And thank God this is even New Testament scripture. Moreover, brethren, King's Word members, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud. What was he talking about? He was talking about the pillar of cloud that was over the children of Israel as they crossed over out of Egypt into their promised land. The pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. He said, I want to know they were under a cloud. Look at what he went on. All of them passed through the sea. He was talking about the Red Sea. All, this is what I want you to see. All were baptized into Moses in the cloud. And in the sea. Look at it. First Corinthians 10 and 2. So he said there was a cloud. That covered them by day. So the sun will not smite them. And by night that same cloud became a pillar of fire. That kept them warm in the desert. Then there was a red sea. That obstructed their crossover. And when Moses stretched his rod, the Red Sea parted and all of them walked through the Red Sea. But he now used this phrase, watch, verse 2, look at it. They were all baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. What is he saying? The miracles that happened that triggered their crossover encounters and experiences... God used a man called Moses to bring it to pass. How does that relate to us? God can use your pastors to bring you out. God can use ministry gifts. God can still use men. Men carry anointings. You see, that's what that cloud was. It was the anointing of Moses that God put on Moses' life. So, like I've always told us, in this church, anything you see in Pastor T's life, you can take it. I thought somebody would say louder, amen. <laughs> anything you see in Reverend K's life, it is your own automatically. You are baptized into Pastor K, into the cloud. You are baptized into Pastor T in the cloud and the sea. Anything you see in Reverend Victor's life is your property. Anything you have had that God has done for Reverend George, it is yours. So that is the family. But our family is a part of the body of Christ. So beyond our family, anything you see, any man of God, anything on the face of the earth, it is your property, sir. That's for men that are living. You're now going to Bible. Anything you saw in Moses' life, my friend, is your property. They were baptized into Moses 
in the, no baptized means immersion. Praise God. Praise God. They don't take these things to heaven, no. They are available on the earth. Available. And meetings like this, if people can believe the cloud that Moses carried, the cloud that Pastor T carries, the cloud that Dr. K carries, the cloud that Reverend Victor, every man carries a cloud. Every man of God. How do you know the cloud? Check out the miracles in their life. You can't heal yourself. Oh. Have you figured that one out by now? Have you also figured out that you can't protect yourself? Uh -huh. Even you, you have your own personal cloud. I cloud that video. Which one do you use? <laughs> Everybody has a cloud. And it's in levels. Some people have five easy gigabytes or megabytes. Some have hundred. Some are Apple themselves. They have everything. Say with me over my life. A cloud is swirling. Catch a picture here, somebody. And say, my cloud is being filled with rain. And the rain of blessing is falling upon my life. Take one minute, lift your hands and receive. Look, any miracle you have seen in my life, it is yours. Anything you've had that God has done for Reverend K, it is yours. If you're in this family, anything Reverend Victor, Reverend George is experiencing, it's your own, sir. Baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. God used by a prophet, prophet Moses, man of God. God used him to bring them out. Hallelujah. I receive. So all that is what is happening tonight. Praise the Lord. All the five things that I said crossover means and how to trigger them. You, you plug yourself in with an attitude that I will never be broken on that day in my life. And I don't need an alert in Guarantee Trust Bank account to tell me that I'm not broke. The word of God is good enough for me. I will never be sick on that day in my life. And I don't need to feel good in my body before I know I'm healed. By the stripes of Jesus I'm healed. The word of God is good enough for me. And you plug him to the cloud. That God is made available for you. Okay? Praise God. A lot of words have been flying around in church. Have you noticed that our theme for this year is similar to the theme for last year? Can someone understand that great flight and divine elevation, really we are talking about the same thing? Talking about the same thing. So we've been using words like flight a lot in church. Words like elevation, lifting, promotion. Hallelujah. So I want to talk briefly with us tonight. And I'm going to continue in this train of thoughts all through this supernatural aftermath season. Please also mark your calendars. The last three Sundays in January... 14th, 21st, and what's the last one? 28th. In the King's Word service, we're going to be having three super New Year Sundays to mop up everything that God has given us from Supernatural 2017. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, Nothing will be missing, nothing will be broken, nothing will be lacking. And nothing will be stolen from your life this season. 
in Jesus' name. Praise God. So I want to talk to us briefly why some people don't fly. And I want to talk to us about the word underestimation. And I want you to pay particular attention to that word and look at your life over the last one year, particularly since God gave us the prophecy of great flight, and um, assess how well you have flown, if at all you have flown in any area of your life. Chances are, particularly if you are a member of this church, there are certain aspects of your life that you have experienced a level of flight. But I am absolutely convinced there is nobody under the sound of my voice that has experienced the fullness of great flight. Some of us may have had some more amazing manifestations and testimonies than others. But I doubt that everybody or anybody has experienced the fullness. So we keep growing in these things. And there may be a possibility that there's even someone under the sound of my voice for the last one year or two years or three years. It's as if no fly itself. And I want us to talk about this word underestimation. So my theme tonight is underestimation. And in brackets, why some people don't fly. Even though they have a prophecy of great flight, even though they have a prophecy of divine elevation, even though they have a prophecy of no ordinary flight, it's like they are still not flying financially, they are still not flying maritally, they are still not flying in their career, they are still not flying in their businesses. And I want you to think with me as I speak with a balanced, matured mind. We don't only use manifestations to assess these things. What do I mean by that? If you had met Joseph the month before Pharaoh called him and God promoted him, you would have said, ah, this man, oh, you're a cursed man. He wasn't a cursed man. In fact, for the last 13 years, he had been in the center of God's will. And yet he was in prison. And before he came to prison, he was a slave. And before he was a slave, he was thrown in the pit by his brothers. He looked as if things were getting worse. In the center of God's will. And yet, yet I mean... Uh, he was in the center of God's will, and yet, if you were looking at the circumstances, you will have said, ah, what's wrong with this guy? So I'm not asking you to look at someone, ah, this one, no, it's as if you don't even have money, and, and what's your story? It may be a Joseph. Can I hear loud amen? So it's not just by the manifestations you can assess things. However... We can examine ourselves. That's what I want you to do. Because though Joseph did not have manifestations, according to his promises, if you looked closely at his wife, his life, you will see what the Bible said God was with him. He was still interpreting dreams in that prison. He was still comforting people in that prison. If you looked closely, you see that ah, this guy carries a special anointing. But it looked as if circumstances were not cooperating yet. But one day, glory be to God. I prophesy over someone that one day is coming for you soon. So sometimes someone can be right in the center of the will of God, but the marriage has not happened. The ministry has not blossomed. The finances haven't come through. It can happen. 
Joseph is our case in point. Someone can be in the center of God's will like Job and tragedy can strike. So when we teach this, we're not trying to say that ah, somebody that something bad has happened, that so-called doesn't have flight, it means he's a bad guy. No. Are you with me tonight? I'm asking you to use this to look at your own self. Don't look at somebody else. Mind your own business. Tap someone and say, mind your business. Why some people don't fly? And the, the word I want you to understand is the, the, this word underestimation. I, 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 while this is my recent trip, one of my flights, I, I had a window, window seat. And particularly, I, I sat beside one of the engines. And, and I, I've used this illustration before, but it came to my mind again as the plane taxied and we came to the edge of the runway, and the, the plane started picking up, picking up, picking up speed, picking up speed. And I was just looking at the engine, and because I was sitting right by it, I could see the amount of force and energy and power that engine was utilizing. And pretty soon the plane just took off. And from ground zero, before we knew it, we were at 30,000 feet. And we got to 30,000 feet and it sustained. And I, I, every now and then I was just looking at the engine, I, I, could, I could see it. I could. In fact, there was one particular plane, the noise. I was hearing the noise. A lot of people underestimate what it takes to fly. You just don't fly, sir. You just don't fly. And that's why I want you to pay particular attention to the word underestimation. Number one, some people underestimate God. Underestimate God. So when you say things like in one night, God can turn your story around. Hey, they say no, it's not that easy. It can be that easy, sir. The God we serve can do it. The God we serve can lift your head in one night. Take you from prison to the palace in one night. But some people underestimate God. They think it requires 30 hours of prayer. It doesn't. All the time. Underestimate God. They have never read Ephesians 3.20. Or they have never understood Ephesians 3.20. Or they have never believed. Ephesians 3.20. Or they are not believing it. For such a time as this. I love the Amplified Translation. Now to him that is able. Can somebody shout, God is able. He is able to carry out his purposes. And watch this. Watch the superlatives here. The tautology here. The overemphasis of Bible. God, he didn't say your prayer. He didn't say your fasting. He didn't say, he said God. God is able to do super abundantly more than all you dare to ask or think. Now, yes, we should ask or think. And I think that's what they are trying to say. Sometimes some people just don't know how to put their words properly. I think that's what they are trying to say. Yes, you should ask or think. But that's not the point of the text. The point of the text is God can do more. Than what you can ask or think infinitely beyond your wildest dreams. Amplified. Infinitely beyond your greatest prayers, hopes, and dreams. According to the power that is at work in us. 
they underestimate God. They underestimate the power. That communion we took. Don't underestimate the power in that communion. Don't underestimate God. Though. That's why some people don't fly. That's why they underestimate God. God doesn't need 10 years, sir, to turn your situation around. Can I hear a loud amen? Yes. By this time tomorrow, God can turn your situation around. Yes. Now, that can be 24 hours. That can be this very moment as I'm speaking. It can be one day, one week, one year, but God can do it. And never underestimate that. Never underestimate the power of God in you. He said, according to the power at work. What is the power at work in us? Ephesians 1.19. The exceeding greatness of his power towards us that believe. Is there a believer in the house? You obviously must be a believer. What are you doing in church at 11.05 a.m.? At least you must believe something. <laughs> Praise God. According to the working of his mighty power which he walked in us when he raised Christ from the dead. Hear what the scripture is saying. The power at work in the believer is the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Never underestimate that power. Don't allow it. It will come. The thoughts will come. Hey, your story cannot change. It will come. There's a devil around. He's on the loose. When it comes, shake it away with scriptures like this. Tell me God cannot turn your situation around. I'm not serious. Genesis 18, 14. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Now, in context, God was telling a 90-year-old woman that by this time tomorrow, you will have a child. A 90-year-old woman that had been barren all her life. She laughed when God said it. God said, why is Sarah laughing? Ah, she said, I didn't laugh. She said, is anything too hard for me? God can make a 120-year-old woman have a child by this time tomorrow. God can make a man without sperm have a child by this time tomorrow. God can make a woman without a womb have a child by this time tomorrow. Don't underestimate God, sir. Don't care the school you went to. Hallelujah. Is anything too hard? Somebody say anything. Praise God. Some people underestimate God. Number two, I will come back because I want to give you five things. So check your life. Maybe you're that guy that, eh, that's how they are saying, you better cast out that demon from your head. And when you see such things on Facebook, just move on. Move on. Don't underestimate God. Now, this is interesting. In fact, the, the one I'm saying here, sometimes it may look as if I'm confusing or I, I, what I'm saying is like my points are confusing each other. Some people underestimate the devil. <laughs> so, as I'm, again, just examine yourself. Maybe you are, if you're not the guy. And this is why some people underestimate the devil, though, because of their estimation of what God can do. And they believe so much in Ephesians 3.20. If God be for me, who can be against me? Very true scripture. Very correct. But does that mean 
you should underestimate the devil. The same Bible, somebody said the same Bible, that told you, God, if God be for you, be against you, also said, give no place to the devil. Some people say, because they've read in Bible, the Jesus said, all power in heaven and on earth is given unto me. Go in my name. True. But the same book, the same book said, don't be ignorant of the devil's devices. I mean, you are here in supernatural. Some of our church members, devils who are being cast out of them. How does devils get inside the lives of believers? They underestimate him. They open a door for him. Watch anything they want to watch. Hang out with any rascal they want to hang out with. Listen to any music they want to listen to. Underestimating the devil. Opening doors for him. Go anywhere they want to go. Then the devil sneaks in. Don't underestimate God. Also, don't underestimate the devil. He's defeated, though. But he's like Al-Qaeda. Since when did they kill Osama bin Laden? Till tomorrow, they are still fighting America. If you like, I, I always use an example. Believers that just don't, you, you're an American citizen, you carry an American flag, and you now go to Afghanistan, walk in the middle of the road, they will shoot you. That's what some Christians are doing. One day, God told me, why am some of you believing as if there's no devil? And I did some extensive teaching about this last month. We want to get the messages in the midweek services. See, Satan is pulling people down. That plane did not underestimate gravity, that engine. And there are, there are usually four engines on those jetliners. I was only watching one. I saw as the power picked up. So I'm going to fly. There are forces of the devil trying to keep me down. Picked up power. Boom. When we got to the sky, it didn't now relax. See, I'm in the sky now. I don't have to play. You will crash. Don't underestimate. You can't stop praying, sir. You can't stop. In fact, if I were you, I would double up my prayer life. Why do some people don't fly? They underestimate the devil. And why they understand the devil is because of point one. We have taught them. If God before you can be against you, the devil is under my feet. And it's true. It's true. It's just that truths are parallel. Praise God. Same Bible that told us the devil is under our feet, told us give no place. If he couldn't hurt us, why would they tell us not to give place? You know this scripture. Look at it. First Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Look at it again. I'll put it on the screen. Be sober. King's word member that believes nothing is impossible with God. That believes if God be for me, you can be against me. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about in 2018, even as we are wrapping up 2017, even in this crossover service, looking for one last car to devour, that is underestimating him. Roaring like a lion, seeking whom may devour. What should you do? Roll over and play dead? Act as if the devil doesn't exist? No. What should you do, somebody? Resist him. Don't underestimate him. Resist him in the faith. James 4, 7, therefore submit to God. The same text. Resist the devil. So don't tell me because you are submitted to God. You believe God. You are now ignoring the devil. No. One boat. One loose crew. One thing out of place can cripple that engine that is flying. One small thing. 
All Satan needs to just throw one small gallery inside your um, one sand inside your gallery. Why some people don't fly? Very interesting. Number three, I'm giving you just five things. They underestimate the adversity of their situation and their circumstances, their condition. So that issue has been there for five years. And you are praying like you are praying. Poverty has been harassing for the last ten years. And you are sowing like you are sowing. Doubt and unbelief has been worrying you. And you are reading your Bible the way you are underestimating that thing. The brokest guy in church should be the most aggressive with his sewing. The person that is always afraid that his should be the most aggressive with their prayer life. Telling you why people don't fly. Pastor T should not be the number one prayer warrior in this church. Too. God has been helping Pastor T. You that you've not seen any major miracle for a while. You should be coming here before the prayer meeting and leaving after I've left. You're underestimating your, your challenges. underestimating their situation and circumstances. And the thing has been there. The thing has been there. One day when we were sibling over children, God told me, you better, I was asking him that. Some people are not serving so and they are getting children. We that way, God said, you better don't pray like them. Your case is not like their own case. You can't in the name of her, my God is able to do all things. You now don't. And you can see the problem has been there for a while. Songs of Solomon chapter 2, verse 15. Watch. Catch the foxes. The little foxes. Watch. watch. This is what I want you to watch in that text. Foxes that spoil the vine. Things that mess up your... your this is not the devil we are talking about here. Notice there's no mention of devil. Foxes that spoil our, our vines have tender grapes. Any small thing can mess things up. Don't underestimate, don't underestimate this Nigerian financial crisis. So, this thing has been here for how many years now? Eh? We don't have recession. We have an underdeveloped economy that has been there before many of you were born. And you are treating the solution God gave you anyhow. You are underestimating the, the devil pulling you down. No, no devil, circumstances. No, sometimes it's not the devil. If you live in this country... Do you know the, not Satan, know the things that are working against you? Yes, yeah, Satan may have started it, but it's not there anymore. We have too many rascal politicians. Eh? Someone that will take money that she used to build school to go and buy a house in Switzerland. You are living in his country, and you are praying like this. I'm sorry for you. You are underestimating your situation, the gravity of your situation. You can't pray like they are praying in Switzerland, though. Hello? Their politician is actually building a school. Your own politician, sir. There are many ways I can go with this thing, though. You don't have an education. You don't have a degree. You don't have a skill. And you are serving God the way you are serving God. You are behind, sir. You are underestimating the gravity of your situation. Why some people don't fly? Let me quickly close. Someone is not liking me already. 
number four. Don't worry, I will come back. <laughs> Don't let me give you too much in one night. So you can still pray tonight. But you, you look, these are things. Catch the foxes that spoil the vine. Catch them. I don't have an education and I'm 40 years old. The way you handle the covenant must be different than someone that came out with a 2 1. When you are, you, and both of you are assuming you are going for a job interview, he is praying just 10 minutes prayer. You, you pay 10,000 hours prayer, sir. Don't underestimate your situation. Listen to me. Do you know we are behind in this country? Or do you need a salmon on that one? Why are you behaving the way you are behaving? You can't drive 10 minutes here, pothole inside your road. The whole road network in America, you won't find pothole. They always, I mean, it's the reason why they call some nations first world countries and they call some other ones third world. I hope you know you are in the third one. Stop underestimating the gravity of your situation and circumstances. Look, a Switzerland guy can afford to do natural alone. You, in Nigeria. Eh? Okay, you fall sick now. Which hospital will help you? Which one? You can, they can take you to a hospital, emergency. Which hospital will help you? So the way you treat by stripes, I'm healed. You know you don't have an option. One guy can be saying, hey, healing passed away. You, you do. Hey. Even if healing passed away, for my sake, God is bringing it back. Where am I going to go now? Where, where do you want to go? Which hospital do you want to go? The other time, someone was sick. He didn't have money. He gave him money. They said there was no bed. Someone else told me they said there was no bed. Why they were trying to look for another hospital? The guy died. That's the country you are living in, no? And you are praying like this. I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry for you. And you now want to hide under my God is able. Hey, I know God is able. That's the first point. And I'm on point three now. I'm on point three. <laughs> Catch the foxes. Some people, is not the devil is not your problem. Your problem is the politician over your area is stealing your money. So you better look for a supernatural way. Your problem is that one Christmas, some people can gang up and say there will be no petrol just to stress your Christmas. That's the kind of country you're living in. So the way you handle your joy, or else they'll just be depressing you year in, year out. <laughs> Don't underestimate the adversity. Of your city. You are in Lagos, not in Geneva. You live in Okokomaiko, not Washington, D.C. <laughs> Nepal will probably take your light tonight. You better have a plan. <laughs> okay. Somebody is getting my point now. Number four, don't underestimate the little or the small that you have. And I can camp here for a night, but I don't have the time. But look at that text again, song, um, second, um, Songs of Solomon. Catch the foxes, the little foxes. Look, 
big doors swing on tiny hinges. Don't underestimate the little you have. God brought some things to my mind. My first pastorate was 20, 30 members. How I handle those 20, 30 members is why I'm here I am today. I know some people, they are still handling 20, 30 members for the last 10 years of their ministry. Because the 20 God gave them, the way they're handling it. That job you have that is paying you 20,000 a month, the way you're treating it. When we start giving, how much did we have? 10 naira, 20 naira, 200 naira offering. That's where we started from. Now we are giving, you know, it, it will be a crime for someone like me. Now, church is going to I'm only giving 1 million naira. They will slap me from heaven and put a knock on top. But that's how far God has brought us. But it was how we handled the 20 naira 10 years ago, 15 years ago. That's why we are here today. So you are here, I'm, I only have 20 naira, I'm not going to give. You will spend better. You are underestimating your little. Underestimating little. Why people don't fly? They underestimate. They underestimate God. They underestimate devil. They underestimate the gravity of their situation. They underestimate the little. And God is using the little to prove whether you are going to fly in 2018. Praise God. Zechariah 14. Who has despised the day of small things? Let me look at your neighbor. I hope you are not that guy. Look at your other neighbor. You say, if you are going to fly in 2018, the small you have in 2017, and tell him, well, the year is not over yet, or you can still repent. Stop treating it as rubbish. No, that's what some people do. The way they handle their current job. I know the job is small. I know they give them, look, you have a job that is paying 50,000 naira, you better handle it better than Donald Trump is running the White House. Donald Trump can afford to do White House anyhow. He's in the White House. Sir, your salary is to 15,000 naira. Do that job as if we are paying you 15 million. So that God can promote you. Faithful in the 15,000 naira a month job. Ruler over the 150,000 naira a month job. Faithful with the 100 naira seed, we will give you authority to give 1 million naira. In fact, you will sponsor the next convention. So many people, that widow said, I have nothing in my house but a vessel of oil. That oil is your destiny, man. You see, that's why your husband died in debt. He underestimated the pot of oil in the house. Pot of oil was there before the prophet died. But you underestimated it. And poverty wrecked him and his family. Thank God for prophetic insights. Number five. What's the first thing that you should not underestimate somebody? Second thing you should never underestimate. Don't underestimate. I know he's defeated though. I know our power belongs to God. But don't underestimate the devil. What's the fourth thing you should not underestimate? That never takes your light. If you treat that thing lightly, you will get depressed. You know there are many angry Nigerians now because of Nepa. Nepa is what is disturbing their next level. Because God will not promote if you get angry. Some people just, their year hand was just wrecked because of poor scarcity. What is your business? Don't underestimate the adversity of your situation. 
I have a lot to say, but I need to close. We need to start praying shortly. Number four, don't estimate what? The little or the small you have, and number five, rise on your feet. Don't underestimate the power of your prophecies and your promises. Say that with me. I will not, even in the final 30 minutes of this year, underestimate the power in my promises. By his stripes you are healed. Can still heal you now before this year is over. There's no power in that word. To heal every fiber of your being. God can still promote you now. As I'm talking now. I know we have only 30 minutes left. 2017. The promise that God gave you can still come to pass. Don't underestimate the power of your promises and your prophecies. Blessed is she or he that believes. Luke 145, there will be a fulfillment, a performance of those things that were told her. What was told you, don't underestimate it. God told me, I have raised at least 10 people that can, he told me, I think, so whether you believe or not, it's your own business. I held on to, that's why we do supernatural law. That's why, which account? I wasn't looking at any account. That was my budget. And sometimes they bring something that we say, and I just, because like, can I afford it? I, say, I told you there are at least 10 people inside that church that can, individually. Don't underestimate the power of your prophecy. When God speaks, if you can hear, and even if you can't hear, can you read Bible? Can I hear loud amen? <laughs> Believe it. Genesis 21, verses 1 and 2. I love this. I've shared this with us many times. And the Lord visited Sarah tonight. This last 30 minutes. As we are praying, God is going to visit somebody in this meeting. <laughs> Takes just a moment with God. God visited a 90-year-old that had not had child. The Lord visited Sarah. How? As he had said. Hallelujah. As he has said. Ask your neighbor, has God told you something before? Don't underestimate the word of God. Don't underestimate your prophecy. Don't underestimate your promises. The Lord visited Sarah as he had said. The Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. As we begin to pray tonight, what God has declared over your life, God will do it for you now. Why do some people fly? They underestimate their prophecies. They are learned to hold on to what God has told you. Till the end. After Lazarus died four days, they still brought him back. Don't underestimate what God has told you. Not only that, look at it. Genesis 21 verse 2. For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the set time. I speak over somebody. This last 30 minutes of 2017 is your set time. God can set the time. God can set the time of your miracle 1159 of 31st of December. You, you know that when God does a miracle, it's not your business. You only need to hold on to the word of God. Now, let me ask you a question. What if the manifestation comes 1st of January 2018? Is there a problem with that? Ah. Is there a problem with that? As he had said, 
he, 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 Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son at the set time of which God had spoken to him. Psalm 33 verse 9. He spoke and it was done. This is what we are dealing with. Oh. He spoke and it was done. So we don't underestimate God's promises. Now, be careful when you understand that word, when you hear that word, promises. It's not an English word. It is a spirit word. When we say promise in English, we are saying something we will do for you. God is not going to do anything for you. We use the word promise because it will come to pass by this time tomorrow. But it's not a promise. It has been done already. That's what we are saying. So don't let prophecy or promise come to you. Prophecy that something God will do. No, prophesy like it is done. That's, it is done. When God says it is done, we prophesy like it is done. With tongues of fire. Holy Ghost tongues. It has to happen. Don't underestimate it. He spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood. Hallelujah. Lift your hand, somebody. You are just going to pray. First prayer. Anything that has been responsible for my grounding in any area of my life. Any, because you, 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 nobody in this church is permitted to be grounded though. Nobody in any area of your life. And I know for most of us, we have many good areas of testimony. But leave the areas you are doing fine for a moment. Look at the areas that, ah, this one I need to do better in this area. So maybe it's any of these five things I've spoken about you're underestimating. Or maybe it's something else. Or maybe it's something related to what I've shared tonight. But pray tonight. Because I'm dealing with a God that speaks and is done. Commands and it stands. And God has said, great flight. Why is my life like this? In a positive way. No, it's not. I hope you don't have time to be. Does anybody have time to be depressed now? Uh -huh. Praise God. <laughs> See, I'm in the right place. So I can talk to you straight. Hallelujah. You are going to push all those things away. You are going to fly you in 2018. You are going to soar. So say with me in the name of Jesus. By the power of the risen Christ. Anything and everything attempting to keep me on the ground. I break its hold. Please think like a jet engine now. Think like a jet engine. You know what they've programmed inside that engine? The force to accelerate strong enough and to take off powerfully enough to overcome gravity. Praise God. That's why I want you to disengage tonight. Anything that has kept you where lower than where you ought to be. Don't underestimate that thing, no. So, let's assume that, I don't know how fast those jet engines have to go, but they're programmed inside the engine. So, if that jet engine needs to go at 100 miles per hour, it doesn't do 98. That's what some of you are doing. The speed you need is 100, but you are doing, and you are, you are happy, ah, 98 miles, I'm doing, I'm going faster. You are still on the ground. You are still on the ground. I know you are going fast, but you are still on the ground. You are underestimating the speed you need. That jet, and it takes off. And when it gets off, 
when I was coming back from, from London, we were delayed. It's like that story Reverend George said. We were delayed for about an hour. I even slept and woke up. Ah, we are still on the ground. But we arrived right on time. Why? The pilots stepped up the speed. We arrived on time. And yet, we have lost one hour. Some of you have lost one year. Three years. Two years. But God will help you tonight. Lift those hands to him. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Anything I've underestimated that has held me back. I break its hold in my life. Whether it's God or the devil. Whether it's the adversity of my condition. You have underestimated it and that's why it has kept you on the ground. Break it. So from today, the speed you need to be operating on spiritually, receive grace for it. Come on, pray. The wisdom you need to be operating on. If you live in Nigeria, you need a higher dimension of wisdom to succeed financially. Nobody knows the unemployment rate in this country. They don't even know the population. So we can't plan. Go to first world countries. They build houses. Your, your government is not even planning to build any house. That's, you need a higher dimension of wisdom. Don't underestimate the wisdom you should be operating at. Grant me the grace I need for my flight. Anything I've underestimated. Keeping me down. Tangadaboshataya. Come on, somebody open your mouth. Talk to God. Particularly if the things I said resonated or God told you something else while I was speaking. Those things you have underestimated. Anything I've underestimated. And that's why I'm not flying. I'm, I'm, I'm moving as fast as I can, but I'm still not taking off. Maybe you have underestimated something. In the name of Jesus. We're still going to pray. Let me tell you one thing some people underestimate sin. So you come to church, come to church, but you are not born again. Or you don't even come to church. No, you're underestimating sin. Sir, sin will ground your destiny in life. Ground your destiny in life. So very quickly, we don't have much time. If you're in this service, you're not born again. Or maybe you've been born again before and you need to rededicate your life to Jesus. Quickly, raise your hand where you are. Don't un Sin crash the human race. That's what Adam and Eve did, sin. Raise your hand, wherever you are. You want to get born again. I mean, what a night. Just clear that out of the way so you can swear in 2018. Raise that hand high. I want the ushers to be ready. Very quickly, the rest of us can continue praying. In fact, let's even pray for people that need to make this decision. Very quickly, you need to get born again. Whether you're in the main hall or you're in the gallery, raise your hand. Our ushers are going to give you a decision card. See that as your ticket to break the power of sin over your life. Don't underestimate sin. Oh. Don't underestimate new birth. 
That's how where these things begin from. So you need to make it right with Jesus. Quickly, quickly make that decision. I'm going to invite you to the altar in a minute. Don't underestimate sin. That's what Adam and Eve did. They fell from glory. You will not fall. You will rise in the name of Jesus. So you need to get born again very quickly. You need to rededicate your life. Raise that hand. Let's put that decision card in your hand. Raise that hand until you get that card. Come on church, pray. Let's just take a minute to pray for people that need to make it right with Jesus tonight. Don't carry sin into 2018. Allow the blood of Jesus to cleanse you, to wash you, to make you a new creature. Don't underestimate sin. You need to repent and rededicate your life to Jesus. The Spirit of God is convicting you. Don't underestimate that conviction. You need it. You need it. Underestimation is the reason why many people don't fly. One of the reasons. Ushers, is anybody? Is there anybody that raised their hand? Please help them, help them forward. If you raise your hand, come, come to the altar quickly. Let's pray. Keep praying, church. Anyone that raised their hand, anyone that got a decision card, please help them forward. Very quickly, come, come, come. God bless you, my brother. Come here, come. You will fill the card later. Just come. No, look at me. Look at me. Anybody else? Anybody else that is not underestimating sin? The wages of sin are still death. Don't underestimate it. Take the salvation plan that God has provided. His name is Jesus. You need to get born again. You need to rededicate your life. Quickly, come, come, come. I have just one minute left with you. Quickly, quickly. Join the people that have made up their minds already. Kenamashaka, don't underestimate these things. You need to get born again. You need to get spirit filled. You need to get water baptized. You need to get discipled. Break the power of sin over your life so you can fly. Anybody else coming before we pray? You need to get born again. You need to rededicate your life. Oh, Please, someone should help me sing this song. Anointing, follow me. Let the power of the Holy Ghost follow me. Anyone else that needs to come quickly? Quickly. Pray, church, pray. Don't underestimate the power of sin. The only solution is the blood of Jesus, nothing else. Your good works cannot help you. Your church membership cannot help you. Your position in church cannot help you. If you like, call yourself director of operation. It's irrelevant. You need to get born again. And allow the blood of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. Anointing, follow me. Anointing, follow me. Anybody else that needs to come this morning, tonight? Follow me. Those of you in front, make that your prayer. Anointing of God, follow me. Let the power of the Holy Ghost. Anybody else that needs to make Jesus their Lord and Savior? Anointing, follow me. Anointing. 
keep singing it so far. your prayer everybody tonight newness of life newness of life newness of life newness of life in the name of Jesus sing it one more time newness of life newness of life make that your prayer tonight whether you're in front or whether you're in the congregation newness by the power of the Holy Ghost, by the blood of Jesus, the recreation work of the Holy Spirit, every power of sin is broken over your life, this very moment, in the name of Jesus. Those of you in front, pray this prayer with me, Heavenly Father, look at me. Say it loud enough that you can hear it. I mean every word you are saying. I'm going to go slow, but pray it. This is what saves you. With the mouth, you make confession unto salvation. With the heart, you believe. So say with me, Heavenly Father. I can hear you. Say it loud enough for you to hear for me to hear. Say, Heavenly Father. I acknowledge I'm a sinner in need of salvation. Lord Jesus, tonight, come into my heart come into my life let your blood wash me free of my sin make me a new creation one of your very own I boldly declare my sins are forgiven by the blood of Jesus I'm born again I'm a child of the most high God sin has no hold on me in the name of Jesus Hallelujah. Very quickly, before you return to your seats, listen, we have a discipleship program in this church. I will encourage you, come for the next four or so weeks. There are many things you need to learn. A miracle has happened right now. As you said, that prayer. But you need to know what has happened to you. So just quickly go there. Can some pastors and leaders attend to them? Please make sure we get all their details as quickly as possible. Then you can return to your seat and join us in the service. Can somebody celebrate God for these precious people this evening? Celebrate God for them. The power of sin is broken. The power of sin is broken. Don't underestimate sin. Don't tell yourself, ah, I'm born again. I'm a child of God. I mean, I come to King's Word. We confess I'm righteous of God in Christ Jesus. And you're accommodating sin. You will not fly, sir. Let me just tell you straight up now. You will not fly. When people underestimate things. Leave those hands. We have a few more minutes. Listen. I wanted to share this scripture with us. Psalm 90, verse 12, I believe. Listen to what Moses said there. He said, teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. Glory be to God. Amazing statement. New King James says it this way. So teach us a number of days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. KJV says that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. 
the New Living Translation says that we may grow in wisdom. So we, we number days and we treat some days special, December 31st, the new year, days and seasons, Christmas. It's so that we can apply our heart to wisdom. It's not that God is more powerful today than he was yesterday. He's the same God. But we number the days, we say, wow, we are crossing into another year. So Moses said, teach us, teach us. You take that moment seriously so that you can gain the wisdom you need. Are you getting what I'm saying? I, I would take more time to teach you about this in the new year. But that, that's why we do things like this. That's why crossing over the mo final moments of the year, we are, we, are what? we are applying our hearts to wisdom. We are numbering the day. We are treating December 31st more important than December 30th. More important than December 29th is we are applying our heart to wisdom. We are trusting that we can gain wisdom. And that's the prayer I want us to pray now. The wisdom I need for the new year. Glory be to God. Just one instruction from God. The wisdom I need. The word you need to hear. I don't even know how much we spent for supernatural, but we paid for practically everything. In fact, I don't think there's anything else that hasn't been paid for. But I had God. Just that word alone. It wasn't that there was money in the account per se that we were from. God just gave a word. So when you, you take special days, you take special seasons, that, that's why we number days. That's why we treat some days as if uh, it's, it's different from other days. No, it's to gain wisdom. Lift your hands tonight, somebody. Say with me, the wisdom I need for elevation in 2018. Lord, as I step into the new year and as I spend time in your presence, even as I pray right now, Lord, let it come into my heart. Let it come into my mind. Let me see it. Let me hear it. Like Pastor T is testifying that he had from you and the income of the church went to another level. Let me hear from you so that maritally I can go to another level. So that in my health I can go to another level. In my career I can go to another level. The wisdom I need. Help me to gain it. As I take this moment. As I take this hour. As I take this day. Special. Are you getting what we are saying? Teach us to treat certain times. Specially. That's what I meant by number our days. That we can gain wisdom. So lift your hands tonight and say with me in the name of Jesus. As I begin to pray right now, the wisdom I need, I gain it in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Wisdom for elevation. Instructions for elevation. Father, give me a word that will double my income. That will double the double of my income. Last year we were testifying of double income. Now we are testifying of double the double. The wisdom that will bring me into my matrimonial home in 2018. The wisdom that will make me a fruitful father, a fruitful mother. The wisdom that will expand my business. The wisdom that will catapult my ministry. We are taking the final hours of 2017 special, numbering the day. 
that we can gain wisdom. Somebody pray for that wisdom right now. Pray, pray, pray. It will come to you tonight. It will come to you tomorrow morning. It will come to you during the week. Pray for it. Pray for it. Teach us to take December 31 seriously. That we can gain a heart of wisdom. That we can grow in wisdom. That's why I'm in church. In the final hour of 2017 and not in a nightclub. So that I can gain wisdom. That's why I'm in the presence of God. Not in a football field. That I can gain wisdom. Pray for that wisdom. Pray for that wisdom. Wisdom that will enable me to soar. Pray for that wisdom. 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 Wisdom that will expose everything you have been underestimating that has been grounding your destiny. You are supposed to be flying, but you underestimated certain things. And the devil has been exploiting that. Let the wisdom of God expose those things. Pray for that wisdom. In the name of Jesus. Please hear me. I'm going to give you just two more prayer points. We're going to pray into the new year. So that's okay. Listen. For that plane to fly, it must go at a certain speed. You underestimate that speed, sir, you will not fly. Not only must it go at a certain speed, it must set, lift. At a, there are certain things. Let me tell you why some people don't fly. When, when you get 30,000 feet, there are some buttons the pilot must press. You mu that's why some people don't fly. What you are supposed to be doing, sir, you are not doing it. You are doing what you feel. No, what you feel will make you fly. Sir, you need 200 miles per hour to fly. You get it, you fly. You don't get it, you stay on the ground. You press this button. There's the autopilot. You, 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 you do it or you don't do it. So there are certain things we need. And I'm praying for those things. Let me, three things. Just mention it. In Revelations, Jesus came and he told John. Interesting thing. Three parts in that book. I am Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the ending. Mentioned it to him three times. Amazing. The first one was in chapter one. So, Alpha and Omega means, of course, you know it's beginning and the end. Glory be to God. So, and this is one of the reasons why we spend the last day and the last hour in the presence of God is the beginning and the ending. And the beginning of the year, we spend it with God. But that phrase means, when I studied it, it meant, those three times Jesus told him, it meant three different things. Yes, it means beginning and the end, but what does it mean when he says I'm beginning and the end? The first thing he told him was in chapter one, and I will, have, I will break this down for you later on. It means I am almighty. Hallelujah. Revelation 1, 17, I am the first and the last. He had said in verse 8 and 11, I'm Alpha Omega. Then he said, I'm first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Glory be to God. In verse 8, it said, I am from God, beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is, who was, who is to come, the Almighty. So, the, 
when he said I'm Alpha Omega, it means I am Almighty. Glory be to God. So by God being the first and the last, and by engaging God as first and the last, you have access to the fullness of his might. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? That's why it's important to start with God and end with God. Praise God. Number two, time he mentioned it to him is Revelation 21. Glory be to God. Again, he said, I'm Alpha Omega. Then he said something in verse 5, verses 5 and 6. You that sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. That's what first Alpha and Omega means. It means the God that can restore. The God that can make all things new. So maybe your 2017 didn't go as well as you want it to be. Or certain things happen that you don't want. God can give you a new year. A better year. He can make all things new for you in the name of Jesus. That's what Alpha and Omega means. It means he's almighty. You're going to pray for these three things. It means he's a restorer. It means he's a God that can renew things for you. Glory be to God. He can give you life, can renew life, revitalize life, refresh life. Hallelujah. That's what it means by saying I'm Alpha and Omega. Number three, and this is important, Revelation 22. Again, it came, I'm Alpha and Omega. Begin and left. He now said this, verse 12. Behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me. So Alpha and Omega means God is a rewarder. Hallelujah. So, how you walk with God matters because, listen to me, friend, at the end of your journey, end of the year, end of the month, end of the day, end of your life, God is going to reward you. That means two things. In fact, the study that I read on you said that you better obey my commandments. So, can I prophesy over someone? You are stepping into a season of rewards like never before. You are stepping into a season of restoration like never before. You are stepping into a season of experiencing the power and the might of God like never before. I am the beginning and I am the ending. If you start with me and finish with me, you will see my might. I am the beginning. I am the ending. If you walk with me, I will restore. I will renew. I will revitalize. Even if yesterday was bad, I can make tomorrow better. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I will reward you. Your prayers are not wasted. Your sacrifice is not lost. Your seeds have not been taken away. I am a rewarder. Glory be to God. Listen, for the next few minutes, I want you to believe God for these things. The expressions and the manifestations, let me use this word, of the almightiness of God. One day God came to Abraham, said, I'm your shield. I'm your shield. I'm the Lord Almighty. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Abraham saw the might of God. That's what it means when you have a child at 100 years old. Glory be to God. Alpha Omega means God is a restorer. And it means God is a rewarder. Lift those hands. Say with me, Heavenly Father, your might and your power in my life in 2018 like never before restoration and renewal in 2018 like i've never seen it before reward harvest in 2018 like i've never seen it before i pray and i release my faith for it
in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to pray for those three things. I am Alpha and I am Omega. Let me introduce myself to you. I'm almighty. I'm almighty. There's no power that is bigger than my power. And I'm for you. As you finish with me and as you start with me, I will display my power in your life. Pray for it. Believe it. I am Alpha and Omega. I am a restorer. It doesn't matter what you have lost. It doesn't matter the canker worm has eaten, the caterpillar has stolen. In 2018, because you are finishing with me, because you are ending with me, because you are starting with me, I will restore. I will give you new life. I will give you new life. It doesn't matter what the enemy has stolen. I will restore. I am Alpha and Omega. I will reward. You have sown seeds. I will reward. You have prayed. I will reward. You have served. I will reward. I am not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. I will reward. I will reward. My reward is with me. My reward is with me to give to every man according to his work. I am Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Shandige the Prosa. Three more minutes to the new year. Open your mouth and pray. Almighty God, move in my life like never before. As I end with you and as I start with you, I experience your might. Like Abraham experienced it. I am almighty, your exceeding and great reward. Almighty. Open your mouth, pray two more minutes. You're going to pray into the new year. Calls on the almighty, call on the restorer. He will restore. You lost money, you lost time, you lost investments, you lost opportunities. Don't despair. <laughs> Don't lose hope. You are in the presence of the Alpha and the Omega. He is a restorer. He is a restorer. The devil is a liar. He is a restorer. If the thief be found, <laughs> he will restore sevenfold. God will make it happen for you. God is a rewarder. He doesn't use people. He doesn't take from people. He doesn't steal from people. He doesn't abuse people. He rewards. Serving him is not in vain. Worshipping him is not in vain. Giving to him is not in vain. He is a rewarder. That's what Alpha and Omega means. That's what the Alpha and the Omega means. In 2018, you shall be rewarded. In 2018, you shall be restored. Lift your voice and pray in the final minute of the year. You are ending with God and you are starting with God. You are ending with the Alpha and the Omega. Ending with the Omega, starting with the Alpha. You will experience the almighty of almightiness of God. Oh, can you count down the seconds for us? We are in the final minute of the year. Somebody shout hallelujah. Welcome. 
sous 2018. Give the Lord a Listen, you are going to have time to congratulate people, to send messages. Please don't get distracted. We ended with God. Let's start with him. In a few minutes, we're going to give you time to do all the greetings to people you want. Come on, leave those hands. Let's sing you are Alpha and Omega. We give you all the glory. Just this first few minutes, let's give it to God. Don't give it to your phone. Don't give it to your friends. Don't get on Facebook yet. You will do that after a few minutes. You are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, are Lord. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised. Hold on, hold on. Now you have more understanding of what you are saying. You are not just saying it's first on the last. You are saying number one is almighty. Number two, you are saying it's a restorer. Number three, you are saying it's a rewarder. That's what Jesus taught John in Revelation. You are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, O God. We to be praised. Declare it again. You are Alpha and Omega. You
Alpha and Omega, we worship your name. Yes, we worship your name. Yes, we worship We worship your name. Should name alone, God. Restore us, reward us, Almighty. We worship, we worship your name. We worship Come on, somebody lift your voice and worship it in this first few minutes of the new year. Oh, Alpha and Omega. Listen, listen, when you recognize the name and the meaning of the name, when you recognize God for who he is, God begins to answer you on that frequency. So somebody say with me, Alpha and Omega, you are almighty in my life. Alpha and Omega. You are a restorer in my life. A renewer of things. Say all things have passed away. All the bad things have gone with 2017. New things are coming in 2018. Alpha and Omega. You are a rewarder in my life. This year. Like never before. I shall be rewarded. Listen, listen, listen. Please, I want you to try and get you. You will have time to be excited. Please, a lot of things are happening this very moment. Your elevation in 2018, God told me a lot of it is. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop. Of Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email KMI Africa at Kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 00640.